The energy you put into something is more important than the something itself. I want you to know it doesn't just look like maybe the way I do it or the way that you've seen it done in the past or maybe the way that you've been doing it. You don't really like doing it. Your business can expand beyond you. You have to make sure that you are willing to scale yourself. This is Aligned and Ambitious Radio. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. We're back another Monday, another episode. And this week's episode is dedicated to everyone in my community who is or has raising a tiny human or raised a tiny human and you're operating a business. It's the real deal. And I love my business. And my whole life, I looked forward to becoming a mom. And obviously, I'm still in the very early stages. Carter's just over four months by the time that this is hitting the podcast feed. So we're really just getting started over here. But you know, the last couple of years, I have just felt like it's so glamorized to be running a business and to be raising a family. Beyond that, you know, being the breadwinner, the primary provider for your family, I totally was bought into the vision of like retiring my husband and wanting to keep him home. And it was just like, I don't want to say fantasy, but it would, it just all seemed so sexy. And the reality is it's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard and it's so humbling. And it's also like the best thing I've ever done in my life. But I just wanted to make a really candid episode because I wish someone would have said this somewhere. I mean, I'm sure someone on the internet is also (laughs) preaching to the choir, but nobody I followed was really talking about the real challenges and pressure that comes along with this glamorized vision. I mean, I had it all come to life, right? Like successful business, my husband stays home, we have the baby, I'm the breadwinner, we have the house, and we travel, and we're doing all the things, but you know what? Nothing about it is easy, and you know, especially if you've been hanging out with me for a minute, you know that I firmly and deeply believe in the concept of embodying ease. I think even through treacherous waters, we can choose to embody ease. But I don't want to sit here and add to the narrative that, you know, doing all these things doesn't take work because it does. And I would be lying right to your virtual ears if I told you it's so easy and not challenging at all. So don't fall into the social media facade that everyone seems to have it together except you. That is not true. You need to give yourself some grace and just know like you're doing a great freaking job. I tell myself that 
every day, truly. Um, it's so funny because our son has had like some GI issues and constipation and he has to push a lot when he goes to the bathroom and he grunts and he bears down and he's like, you know, trying to work out this like intense little poop. And I always whisper in his ear, I'm like, you're doing great, bud. You're doing great. It's like, I say the same thing to myself on the daily, like pat myself on the back. You're doing great. You're doing great. And you, my friend, are doing great. But you know, when you are balancing wearing all these hats, your capacity to receive support absolutely has to, has to, has to expand. I have always been told, my mom has told me my whole entire life, you know, raising a child, it takes a village. It takes a village. It takes a village. What I came to learn when I started my business and started really developing my team was it takes a village. It takes a village. (laughs) Raising a baby and leading a company take a village. Okay. Just because you can hold it all does not mean you should lean on your village. And I'm going to say this too, because I know someone listening to this right now needs to hear this. And if it's you message me on Instagram and let's virtual hug because I was absolutely and still am the woman that needs to hear this too. Your village they're happy to help you. They are happy to support you. I'm like getting a little teary-eyed and chill saying that because in these first few months of motherhood, I have had a hard time asking for support. What I learned was in my personal life, if it's offered to me, I have no problem accepting it, but I have a hard time straight up asking for the support that I need and something that my family and the people that are close to me that's been supporting me through this season keep reminding me of is that they are so happy to support me and that feels so good because I know the mom guilt is real it's it's so unexplainable but you know, like if my mom is taking Carter overnight or I'm running a little bit late to pick him up or something like that, like there's just this part of me that, oh, you know, created this narrative of, oh, um, she's such a burden. She's weak. She can't handle it. We actually went on our first baby free mini vacation. It was like a four day ski trip for our friend's birthday. And I was so back and forth about going because I'm like, I can't leave my three and a half month old. He can't be away from both of his parents for that long, this early. Uh, I just like, I made it mean so much about my motherhood. (laughs) I assigned so much meaning that like devalues my (laughs) quality of motherhood because I wanted to go on this trip. So I wasn't going to go. My husband was going to go. I was going to stay home with the baby. And I was like, oh, I can't, you know, tap into our family for that many days. And my mom is busy too with my sister and all the things, all the things. But I had to remind myself and they had to remind me, they are happy to help me. Your village is happy to help you. And they are waiting eagerly to support you. So let them, okay? Lean on your village. 
that leads me to my next point, which is sometimes you just need to take a minute because this is a lot, okay? It's a lot. You have this this little human being who fully fucking depends on you. The gravity of that is astronomical. I mean, that was, I think, the biggest shock for me after we had our baby. I knew, obviously, he was going to depend on us and we were going to take care of him. But like, like I said, just the gravity of how intense that is in the beginning is so under-communicated. And, you know, you want to be present. You want to be present for your baby, for your kids. You want to be present for your team, you want to be present for your partner, you want to be the person that your team can rely on and your clients can rely on. And oh, also, you know, your family can rely on because you're the breadwinner and you are responsible for providing. And all of that to say is it is a fucking privilege and it is the like rush of a lifetime. And it's something that I wouldn't ever, 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 ever trade for it for the world. Like, I can't emphasize my gratitude enough. And also simultaneously, it is a lot. And so making time for yourself is essential. You have to take your minute. You have to take your minute. My mom is just like my rock. You probably get that from this episode. She's the most incredible nanny to our baby boy. And she looks forward to taking him every Saturday, almost every Saturday religiously, I get to take my minute. And at first I kind of made up a story of like, wow, every weekend, like I need a break every weekend. You know, my baby's not with me for a day every weekend. Like, what does this mean about me? And blah, blah, blah. You know what? You know what it means about me? It means that I am the best possible mom that I can be because I'm taking my fucking minute. And I take that minute and whether it is I need to catch up on some stuff around the house that makes me feel good or I just need to catch up on some sleep or me and my husband need to get some time together or me and my friends or whatever it is, I get to take that minute and just reset and dive back into life. So take your minute. And the other thing I want to touch on is There is a unspoken pressure when it comes to being the primary provider for your family. And like I said, this is a privilege. It is a blessing. It is a gift to be able to have an income that sustains your family so your partner doesn't have to work if that's what you guys choose. And me and my husband were really dancing around this conversation for for months, if not years, I mean, right in the beginning when I got pregnant, I was like, damn, like, what's it going to look like when I go back to work? And if you go back to work and does it make sense for you to go back to work? And for our personal situation, we kind of decided, no, like for the trading time for money and how long he'd be gone versus what I can get done and a condensed amount of time. And like, He was laid off because of COVID for like a year and a half. So we also got really used to just being on my income. We bought our house under just my income. And so it made sense for us. And also, it's awesome to have him home. It's awesome that, you know, he gets to to see his son firsthand every single day growing up. And also, sometimes it's a lot, you know. 
we want to build a house in the next couple of years. So it's important for us to think about now that I have to make sure that I'm showing on payroll that I'm making a good salary. So we have to increase my salary and put money away and, you know, continue to make investments into the business and all the other things. And sometimes I just feel it, you know, like my husband would be so happy to like, you know, go out and work and support. It's not about that, but sometimes, you know, just like, wow, like you're carrying so much and you're responsible for so much and it's just so real. So I just want to like put that out there that I don't want you to feel suffocated from the pressure of, I have to retire my husband. I have to X, Y, and Z. It has to look this way. It doesn't have to look anyway. <laughs> it doesn't have to look anyway. And again, I don't know how many times I've said this in this episode, but I'm just going to keep telling you, like you tell my son when he's trying to poop, you're doing a great job. You're doing a really, really great job. And we'll end it with this. You, you were made for this. God put you exactly where you are for a reason. He assigned you specifically to be your baby's mama. He assigned you specifically to do this work. And he made you to live a really beautiful life. And even though it gets so hard sometimes and the sleep deprivation is real and sometimes you just need to take a minute <laughs> It's still so beautiful and there's nobody else better to be doing what you're doing than you. You are a queen. You are a freaking queen. You are freaking badass. You're doing a great job. I love you so much. I'm so, so proud of you. I hope anytime you're just having one of those days, you can pop this episode back into your ear, but I just wanted to be really transparent about my process something in my business mission moving forward since becoming a mom is I'm committed to harmonizing motherhood and business. So as I begin to navigate that, I will be sharing it as candidly as I can with you. So that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening and I will see you in the next one. Thanks for listening to another episode of Aligned and Ambitious Radio. To stay connected in between episodes, follow me on Instagram at alignedandambitious.co and check out Aligned and Ambitious TV on YouTube. And as always, if this podcast is one that inspires you, make sure you subscribe and review the show. I'll see you next time and I hope the rest of your week is full of magic.